This is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Fun fact. I love things that are imperfect. I love when we mess up. I love when life throws challenges at us um, because, oh my gosh, we, we can use that to learn and get stronger. And you're going to love today's episode because um, Jane is going to tell us about all of the things that she has struggled with, all of the things that she has gotten stronger at, and just how she, you know, uses those things to become, you know, better informed about life. Um, there was a great quote that I saw in a YouTube video and it was just like, you know, perfect, you know, like being handed things in a silver platter, you know, everything going slowly, like uh, smoothly, that is not inspiring. When you see someone that has had nothing and builds themselves up, that's inspiring. That's motivating. That's actually helpful because it does help us know like, hey, you know, their life isn't perfect. They've had all these challenges. That means I can do it too. And so that is why I love, you know, hearing from Janie. Um, Janie and I actually connected because we work with the same online coach, um, anytime that I've made a change in my life, uh, starting with running, losing weight, um, becoming more confident, getting over food issues, building a business, starting a podcast, it is because I've invested in working with a coach, someone who has done the things that I want to do and can teach me, you know, how to do them and can support me in doing them because there, you know, there are going to be those times where things are really, really tough and I'm not going to know what to do. Um, and reaching out to a coach has definitely helped me. Um, and the crazy thing is that, you know, I've always come from like a scarcity mindset about money and about myself and about like what it is that I'm allowed to do and like how much I'm worth, but I've actually, um, saved myself time and money by reaching out to someone because they've shortened the amount of time that it's taken me to do things. So doing a podcast was like kind of this crazy goal that I had, like, maybe I would do it in 2018 or 2019 or whatever. And when I worked with a coach and she was like, no, you could totally do that right now in 2017. I was like, oh, like I hadn't even thought of that. I didn't think that was possible for myself. And so that is just why I love the internet. I love how it kind of, you know, it, it makes small communities um, where we never saw possible. And the great thing is that you meet people on the internet that are like you. I would never have met Janie um, if it weren't for the online coach that we both work with. And yeah, so grateful uh, for her and to be able to bring this episode to you guys. I know you're going to love it. Um, all right, let's get started. I have Janie Soul here of the Warrior Wellness Project. I am so excited to have you here. Welcome, Janie. How are you? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. It is such a great day. Um, let's get started because we have a lot to cover. So Janie, tell us about yourself and um, who you are, your experience with fitness growing up and just kind of that early life. What was it like? Um, I thought this question was like, <laughs> I was not an athlete growing up. I mean, I was kind of forced into it with, um, you know, running and field hockey mm-hmm. and basketball, but I was totally not into team sports. And I was the one that would go to practice and then go smoke cigarettes behind school <laughs> afterwards. So <laughs> I didn't really get into fitness and training and all that stuff until a little bit later in my life. I love that because I think that a lot of adults think, well, I didn't do this in high school. I wasn't a college athlete. So then 
it's not for me, but like, no, like we can all get into fitness or whatever it is, whenever we want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was high school. Did you do anything post high school or when did you get started in things? Um, I really got interested in working out and exercising mm-hmm. in my early twenties after, you know, going to college and partying too much and feeling kind of gross. Um, I'm a type one diabetic too. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yeah, I should probably take care of my health with diet and exercise. Um, so I started going to an all women's gym and just kind of like going on different cardio machines here and there, you know, what we all do when we start out. Yeah. Let's a cool. Yeah. <laughs> literally look mm-hmm. over in the weight room and just be like, mm-hmm. nope, mm-hmm. too much anxiety. And I would leave. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, as time went on and I got more comfortable in the gym, I did do like a free session with one of the trainers and she showed me a couple of things. And then I just kind of started following stuff on bodybuilding.com on my own. Um, and then I got a trainer. So she started pushing me and teaching me how to lift and how it's supposed to feel. Um, and she was actually a bikini competition coach. So I was going to her classes and training with her and eating cleaner. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that you talk about that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. Uh Yeah. But I mean, my blood sugars were better. I was feeling better. I was Mm -hmm. like, I was obsessed. I was just like super structured. I had to go to the gym X amount of times a week. I had to eat clean all the time. Um, But I was just like driven by the results that I was getting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that goes into competing. Mm-hmm. So that was certainly an experience. And I ended up doing five shows within about a year and a half um, with a lot of ups and downs when it comes to training and overtraining and under eating and having to continue to better yourself and improve yourself. Um, and that's kind of how I landed up where I am now. Mm-hmm. With the Warrior Wellness Project and teaching people that, you know, eating more and training less is actually the best combination if you want to continue to make progress when it comes to changing your body, changing your habits, changing your lifestyle, and just changing your mindset. Um, so, yeah, those experiences, I would never turn them in for anything else because they brought me here. But, you know, you got to do work with your struggles and find your strengths and yes power forward so yeah I talk a lot about being the hero of your story and looking at you know so there's like the hero story like the um elements if you looked at literature and so they just talk about like there's a person and they don't really know what they're doing and then they find a mentor and the mentor kind of helps them through things and then they have like these struggles and they have to overcome them and become the hero And so a lot of times we think like, oh, these struggles are happening. Like, oh, I suck. Like this isn't going well. But actually like we come out on top so much stronger than if we hadn't had those struggles. Yep. And sometimes we're afraid to like, oh, I don't want to take on something hard. But it's like, I don't know. We both of us would just be that person that did never work out had we not gone through the things that we've gone through. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And anytime, I mean, I think that those experiences have made me so much stronger. So like now, even right now, I'm kind of going through this weird, funky period of my life. 
and I'm just like, you know what? It's going to be fine. Like mm-hmm. you just gotta like keep showing up and keep pushing and being yourself and it's, you're going to get to that light. So, um, and I just want everybody that is trying to achieve a goal, whether it's in their physical, uh, appearance or mental or career or whatever is that, you know, they can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people out there that are there to help you do it the right and safe way and or most optimal way for you. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so before we move on, so can we talk, let's talk a little bit more about the clean eating and that. So I've talked about that on my Instagram a lot and just, you know, like I got involved in clean eating and like the perfect, like has to be perfect, has to be perfect food. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's like, it's masked as being healthy, like, but you're being healthy. You're only eating broccoli and that's healthy. And you're only, <laughs> only eating ground chicken or turkey and that's healthy. So it's like, it doesn't look at, like disordered eating because Mm-hmm. you're not it's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's probably one of the most disordered ways of eating possible from my experience. Um, I never, so I mean, as a teenager, I was like, okay, I'm going to run and I'm going to eat these special K bars and I'm going to lose weight and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The special K diet. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. But I never, ever had like a weird, relationship with food I mean I was Mm -hmm. aware of what I was eating and like that but I never had guilt around food and I never was trying to like have a bad relationship with it Mm -hmm. until I started clean eating so Mm -hmm. I am so I'm in a program nutritional therapy practitioner program and obviously quality of food is number one um but I'm also aware that you gotta enjoy your life I love burgers I love pizza, like whatever. Um, so when I started doing bikini competitions, it was chicken, broccoli, fish, mm-hmm. egg whites, mm-hmm. like don't eat the yolk. Um, don't have too much fat in your ground beef and like all that stuff. So I remember after my first competition, I went to the grocery store and I didn't know what to buy. I was like, oh my God, there's so many options out there. But like, all I know is what I've been eating for the last four months or five months or whatever. Um, So that kind of like spiraled into, you know, eat six cupcakes and eat a box of cereal and blah, blah, blah. Because tomorrow you're going to get back to the clean eating lifestyle. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there was a period of my life where I did struggle with that a lot. And Um, It limits you from so many nutrients. It limits, you're severely under eating. Um, And in my experience, I was, I got to a really bad place of under eating and overtraining with the competitions and all that um, to the point where I lost my period for four years. And I developed Hashimoto's, which is when your body attacks the thyroid and my body already attacked my pancreas. So I was yeah. just feeling like I'm falling apart. Um, so I had to kind of relearn how to eat. Mm-hmm. And that was, that required me to not track my food. Mm-hmm. I was just eating. I was, you know, enjoying meals out with my family and my friends and my boyfriend, my now fiance. And it was hard for me. I was like, Oh my God, this is going to ruin me. I'm going to get fat, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But 
you just have to, just like you learn how to eat clean, you have to get used to eating like a normal human while (laughs) (laughs) balancing out healthy foods with bad foods and then just kind of getting to the point where you can eliminate that and move on. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's so crazy because we, like, I think we went from... I mean, I'm eating like crap. I'm eating everything to I'm eating perfect and then being afraid of food and falling back into eating crap. And then it's like, oh my gosh, like I don't have this life where I'm always eating crap. And I want to have this life where I never get to go out with my fiance or like get to go out to dinner or like have to like check ahead and like make sure that their, you know, their ingredients are clean. Right. Like, okay, so how do we combine those two? Um, and it's scary and it's, it can be really hard and just like stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you're just like, I don't know. It's just so crazy to me. Like I never, I think the other thing is like, you never, I never thought that this was going to happen. Like, yeah. no, I'm being good. I'm being perfect. I'm being good. Mm-hmm. And while you're in it, you don't have a problem at all. Like you, you're fine. Everybody's wrong. Everybody that's like making fun of you is wrong. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, I totally respect the, the people who are competing like yeah. on the stage and like, that's their life. But for the average person just looking to like check something off their list for fun and like get healthy and feel good, like there's a better way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that you and I are both (laughs) to share that message. Yeah. I think that's a really good point is, you know, if you, if you aren't, I think that the the rules around food might be a little bit different for an athlete competing in something or an elite athlete who's, that is their job. And I mean, we don't even know what food issues they have because of that being their job or whatever. But um, for the average person that just wants to, live a healthy life and be a normal person and live long. We don't have to be that extreme. Right. Yeah. But going back to sometimes it takes being extreme to have to come back to the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so health and fitness has not been um, a perfectly straight line for you. Um, I think a lot of people listening can relate to that. I have a lot of listeners that have done the yo-yo dieting. They were in their, thirties and are just like ready to, um, be done with it. Yeah. 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 So have you had any other challenges when it, when it comes to like, um, health and fitness, like working out, how has that been for you since like overcoming, um, those things with competing? How did you, um, yeah. So I, my, one of my biggest struggles initially was I had lost all this weight. I'm mm-hmm. so like to give you an idea, I'm about 188 pounds right now. I'm five, mm-hmm. six. And, um, I was down to 124 pounds when I competed mm-hmm. at my lowest weight. And <laughs> that's a huge difference in weight. Like mind you, that's been five years of like ups and downs and all arounds, but I, um, being in the spotlight, I was a trainer. I was teaching like three classes a day, training people in person, working with online clients. And I was going through this in front of everybody. It was like, 
Ooh, like one of the most embarrassing, like hardest things I've ever had to go through. Um, but it, it allowed me to be comfortable and know that my body wasn't the only thing that made me who I am. Um, so that's a good message to anybody that's going through some kind of transition period right now with their body and their habits and just kind of their relationship with self is you're more than your body while your body does. You want to represent like health and happiness and light and all that stuff. People love you for who you are and they're going to respect you for who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was difficult. Um, another thing for me was when I left the place I was working before, just because I wanted to get away from that lifestyle I had been training people for a couple of years and then I started working with other coaches and trainers and I was like in shock with how little I knew about training mm -hmm. just when it came to form and programming and all of that stuff. So it was a super humbling experience. Um, and it's allowed me to become a better trainer. Yeah. And, um, I highly suggest anybody that's a trainer, or even if you're working with one coach, just try on a couple of different shoes and mm -hmm. see which feels the best, fits the best, and works the best for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's that whole, like, once you learn a little bit, you realize, oh gosh, I don't know anything. There's so much to learn. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we just keep learning and just keep going. But yeah. So that's awesome. So let's talk about, so right now in your business, so you meet with people one-on-one, -on -one, um, in session or in person, and then you also have an online business. What does that look like? Who do you help online? So I actually starting at the beginning of June, I stopped oh, okay. personal training. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I really wanted to focus on my online business because I've been doing, you know, a balance of this hybrid for the last three years. And I really want this business to grow. And mm -hmm. I just, you know, personal training, I love it, but it takes up a lot of time. And I do believe in putting your energy into where you think it needs to be. Um, so I do work with clients one-on-one -on -one online. Mm -hmm. I offer nutrition coaching, and then I also offer a combination of nutrition and training. Um, so what does that look like? Um, I'm huge on communication, so I try to be as available and connected to my clients as possible. You know, we have a private Facebook page where I can address a lot of things to the masses. Um, and then I also have weekly check-ins for my one-on-one -on -one clients. I offer calls as an option because some people just like to connect that way. Um, yeah. Just a little FaceTime connection, talk it out, whatever's like kind of going on, any sort of questions or concerns we can discuss. Um, but I just, I, I try to meet people exactly where they are and just create a progressive step-by-step -step approach um, instead of like an overload, like boom, bam, like you're going to be confused and overwhelmed mm -hmm. and not want to follow this kind of approach. So mm -hmm. um, I will say, you know, we're not dropping 30 pounds in 30 days. But Don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, um, my client retention is pretty high and we're just always learning something yeah. new about their bodies and their response and just working on goal setting, whether it's small or big or 
whatever. So, yeah. So there's a couple of things I want to touch on. So that whole losing 30 pounds in 30 days, like we, we think that's what we want to do. We think that it is. Can you, can you explain more why losing 30 pounds in 30 days is not what you want to do, even though it's marketed you everywhere you go? Yeah, um, totally. I mean, it's pretty simple. It's just not going to last. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could lose those 30 pounds and then, you know, you'll probably gain 15 back immediately once you go off the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just going to create those like yo-yoing habits that are going to be really, really, really um, disheartening to you and kind of lead you down that vicious path of, you know, binging, clean, binging, clean, all this really worked for me. So I'm going to do it again. And then you do it again a couple more times, but your body adapts and it's just not going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) No, I think that sums it up. And I think that, um, a lot of the women I'm talking to, they kind of think that that's, it's only them. They'll be like, okay, well this worked in the past when I did this diet. So I'm going to do this because that's the only thing that has ever worked for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, any diet works calorie, you know, a reduction in calories, a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight, but <laughs> who cares about losing weight? Like we want to, you know, be healthy. If, if losing weight is your goal, like keeping it off and like maintaining a healthy lifestyle, like that is the non-shiny. Yeah. It's the non-shiny thing. I know. I say like, it's not very sexy, but it's, it makes your life so much better. I know. Um, and with a lot of my clients, you know, we're focusing on how clothes fit, your mm-hmm. energy, your mood, mm-hmm. your pictures, mm-hmm. your measurements, like everything before the scale. Um, because, and you're, you're more than welcome to weigh yourself every day. You're more than welcome to weigh yourself. I don't, I don't want to be like, fuck the scale, mm-hmm. but it's not anywhere near what, how you should be measuring your success. Just because, your water weight yeah. is going to day to day. We females, our hormones change day to day. Like it's the scale can be so frustrating and just make you want to throw the towel in. So mm-hmm. and me, my number one piece of advice is if you have a problem with the scale, do not use it. Mm-hmm. Just follow your plan and focus on all those other things that make you feel your best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Putting yeah. on hair and being like, woo. <laughs> What's better than that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I, I love it because yeah, it's just, it's not sexy. It is not sexy to say, Hey, come be healthy for the rest of your life. Like that's not, Oh, okay, cool. But it's yeah. summer and I want abs. Okay. Well, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. yeah. Gotta work uh, every day, day mm-hmm. in, day out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, what advice would you give to your younger self? If you, um, were looking back, what advice would you give to yourself? Yeah. So this is like a really tough question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. It's brought me here. Um, but I would, so when I was younger, I was very, very anxious and very shy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just tell myself to, ask more questions mm. instead of just nodding my head and doing what I'm told um, and to not be so closed minded and be open to other methods and ways of doing things. 
Um, you know, as I mentioned, I was in a business for a while and anything that was brought up like CrossFit or boot camps outside of that, like competition style, I was like, Oh, like that's not going to work. That's not good for you. Blah, blah, blah. But now in my adult life and in my experience, I'm, you know, I'm powerlifting. I'm going to boot camps where there's cardio and weights combined. I'm going to spin classes. Like I'm just doing what feels good. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, that's what people should pay attention to. So I would definitely tell myself, listen to your gut, just do what feels good and just follow, follow your heart. Like, yeah, I love that. I, I don't want to end this yet because I want to talk more about that now because we didn't even talk about that. So like the power lifting, um, and that, so, so one thing, so talking about fitness as something that you love and it's not something you do to punish your body. So yeah, but so you love power lifting. You love that. Can you tell us more about that? Cause I don't know that everyone even knows what that is or knows that women are allowed to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so freaking happy that I found powerlifting. I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I tried CrossFit, it was fun, but I didn't love CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I just liked lifting. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm kind of strong. Like, I wonder what this could be like. So I hired a coach, Adam Pine. He's huge on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of blew up while I was working with him, which was funny to watch. Um, funny and good. Mm-hmm. But he put, I was on a program with him for the last two years. I did three powerlifting meets, um, but it was something I woke up every day excited to do. Yeah. Um, it just made me feel so strong, not just physically, but mentally. Like mm-hmm. I went in and I was like, you have to prepare yourself mentally to perform a lift mm-hmm. and you have to have the techniques and you have to have this like mind body connection And I was missing that because I, that's what I felt like I had before. Um, and I was like missing this connection with training Mm -hmm. that it was like this block that was gone and it finally came back and I just ran with it and I love, love, love it. Um, and I, I implement aspects of powerlifting into my programs for my clients just because strength training and progressive overloading, like that should be a part of training for anyone that's looking to get stronger, build muscle, change their body composition. Um, and it totally was just what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, just mind, body, soul, everything. It was perfect. Yeah. That's and awesome. I will, I will never give it up. Um, so yeah. I like that. Um, so, and again, I don't, I'm going to say this, but I'm not hating on other people's form of fitness, but I know a lot of women go to like bar classes and that's cool. And that's fun. I've gone to a couple of them. Like I enjoy them bar classes. You're lifting, you're using like a two pound weight and you're doing a very small movement and you're doing it like 50 times, like a hundred times, like very, very, like a lot. So you're doing a lot of reps on a small weight. Um, some people might see their body change. Some people might not. I, it wasn't really my cup of tea. Um, I'm not very feminine. <laughs> I'm not very like girly girl. And that was just kind of like when I went to the classes, I was just like, Oh, I'm not like a girly girl, like these people here. Um, and again, not hating on people. It is what it is. You got to find what you're comfortable with. So can you tell more about how lifting a heavy weight can help your body? And if people, I know some people are scared. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Well, it's actually, so I, I taught classes at a studio that was Mm -hmm. all women Mm -hmm. and it was like bar and Pilates based. Mm -hmm. And I brought in, you know, hit training with weights. So Mm -hmm. we had to order dumbbells, you know, fives, tens, twelves. Eventually we went up and bought fifteens and et cetera. So I was teaching these women who are used to these small movements, Mm -hmm. uh, tiny weights, body weight stuff just how they are actually stronger than they think. And if you want to see your body change, you have to give it that variable. Mm -hmm. So if you're using a two pound weight for your bar class, go for the three or the five, at least for as long as you can, because that's going to help you progress Mm -hmm. and help you build that muscle. Um, But yeah, it was, it was certainly interesting to bring that into this studio um where there are women who are still afraid to lift weights because they don't want to be bulky mm-hmm. or, or anything like that I'm like I promise like that's not gonna happen yeah don't um, take steroids you're fine <laughs> yeah you're fine um and I ended up working with a, quite a handful of women from there for nutrition so they got to see even if you're gonna just stick to bar mm-hmm. and pound dumbbells combining nutrition with that is going to be important and knowing like what your body needs for that kind of workout versus a CrossFit workout versus a powerlifting workout versus a marathon work, like all that. Yeah. Stuff. Um, so yeah, just like we said, just educating people. Yeah. Um, even if you are not a trainer and you're in a class and you know that that woman has been using the five pound dumbbells for the last four weeks, just tell her, just say, Hey, <laughs> I just suggest that you go up to the seven and a half or the tens. I know that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll, they'll see progress. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a matter of putting it to action. Yeah. Um, I think in talking with you, I just noticed that you're very much um, like a growth mindset versus fixed mindset. So I know a lot of times, sometimes we will go to classes and we're like, well, I'll just go to the class and then get it done. And so it's just kind of a fixed mindset. You just you're not really like an active participant. You just go, it's done, you leave. But like, oh, I'm going to go to this class and get stronger. And like this like progression, I like that. I like that in talking with you. Um, can we also share a little bit more about how um, lifting heavy weights can help a runner's body? Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to be too sore or anything like that. Um, so I don't encourage anyone that's like in the middle of marathon training to start. No, don't start anything new. (laughs) Yeah. But like after definitely, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you're just going to work on your endurance in your legs. Yeah. Build muscle for a stronger run. Um, yeah, just basically. Yeah. I think again, we, sometimes runners are just like, I just do cardio because I like running and running is fun and it's great. Love races, but you want to get better. Yeah. And think, I mean, I can use my mom as an example. She is a marathon runner. Oh, she wow. Run 11 marathons. Um, she, she does yoga. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I just can't get into it. And, um, she doesn't strength train, uh, but she has very weak glutes and she has a lot of hip problems and she's not strengthening the muscles around those areas that will help her in her performance with running. So you have to think about that as well. It's just like, how are you supporting your joints? How are you supporting your body in this type of activity? 
Yeah, that's huge. Um, I think, um, I think out myself example, I would think cardio, I'm doing cardio to lose weight. And I just kind of never thought about lifting, but it's like, okay, if I want to do cardio or even if I'm just doing a race, like I want to strengthen my legs because they're running 26 miles, (laughs) you need to be strong. But then even in just lifting, like that helps with weight loss. If that is your goal, like it's all, yeah. It's not just like black and white. Yeah. Nope. I think that there, you should be open to it more than just one thing. Um, I know in powerlifting, I was just kind of like F you cardio I'm <laughs> like two years and I would just go on walks and stuff. And I know that you're a huge, like get your steps in person and I am too. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm kind of in my off season of powerlifting, I always go back to like CrossFit workouts or boot camps or like high intensity training because you know, it's, you want to be fit in all ways, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. I do love getting my steps in, but like when I'm, when I do something high intensity and I'm like sweaty, I just like, yeah, it feels so good. I know. It's such a great feeling. I just love endorphins. Oh yeah. Yeah. All about it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh my gosh. It was so great talking with you. So where can people find you um, on the internet and upcoming opportunities to work with you? Yes. So, um, on Instagram, I am Janie O G that's J A N I E O H G E. Um, and then the warrior wellness project.com is my website. And there you can find, um, you can sign up for my newsletter, which I'm sending out weekly starting in July with just healthy recipes, tips, topics to talk about that are pretty hot that people want to know. Um, and just all the opportunities to work with me one-on-one training. I have a six-week program. It's called the Plan of Attack, um, and that's just for people this summer. It's starting July 8th. It's for people who want to enjoy their summer um, and feel better. So just kind of teaching them week-to-week things that they can do to implement into their life to still go enjoy the barbecues, the boat days, the beach days, all that kind of stuff while improving their health. I love that. I was scrolling through my Facebook and it was like, I saw someone that was like, I'm doing a 30 day sugar cleanse or I'm not having any sugar. And then literally like right after it, I saw your post about how to have drinks when you go out this weekend. And I was like, mm, I want that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want that one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not encouraging that people are like drinking a bottle of wine every night. <laughs> so if, that, if that's your thing, we can work with that. We can yeah. That, you know? I just think it is so much better to learn how to live life, how to live a healthier life than to completely shut off your life and act like you're never going to have sugar again. Like, right. that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm all about adding things in versus pushing them out. So. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. This is so fun. I will have all of the links to um, your Instagram and uh, uh, website so people can find you in the show notes. All right. Thank you so much, Janie. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye.